0: arts news from around the area welcome to the creative cafe sponsored by the arts council of greater kalamazoo promoting and supporting the arts arts organizations and artists throughout greater kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 fm wkzo
1: and welcome in to this morning's edition of creative cafe of course a presentation by the arts council of greater kalamazoo joining us in the studio this morning to kick things off bianca washington
2: good morning yes good morning how are you you know we're dancing in here it's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's real early but we're still dancing trying we're to ex- keep warm a yeah little bit, you know? and we're excited to be back on creative cafe so yes <laughs> we're so excited because uh this april even though it The weather kind of is is tricking us a little bit. Um, We are for Art Hop Celebrating Mother Earth. And that is our theme. And you know what? I'm not going to even, I'm, I'm I'm. still celebrating even though we have this snow and some of this, you know, iciness. It's okay because she's doing what she needs to do. That's
1: right. That's um,
2: right. So uh, we're so excited to bring a beautiful guest with us this morning and we'll get a little bit more to who that is. But um, I want to first give a little bit of background on our April Art Hop, which is going to be April 1st. Uh, art hop is every first friday so april 1st so don't be fooled (laughs) i was working on that on the way here don't be fooled art hop is happening on april fools so um uh the date is again the first and the time starts at 5 p.m until 8 p.m and uh just just a quick note Uh, when you are on the mobile brochure site and you're looking at all of our stops, there are some stops sometimes that start a little bit later. So just be sure to um, bring up that mobile brochure. If you ever need any help trying to figure out how to get that, how to bring that up on your phone, please don't hesitate to call the Arts Council and we will love to help you. Uh, And again, the theme is Celebrating Mother Earth. Uh, So the process of just signing up is you can go onto our website And we will be able to help navigate you, again, if you need any help. But uh, click the Art Hop uh, tab and be able to go ahead and pick on the month that you want to participate in and sign on up. Uh, So I have Patricia. And then Patricia, can you please say your last name for me?
3: (laughs) Patricia Villalobos Echeverría.
2: Beautiful. (laughs) I mean, sounds way better than what I, you know, (laughs) But I just am so excited to have you on again. And of course, as you know, we always have to start off with your beverage of morning choice. (laughs) So, what are you drinking this morning? Cafe con
3: leche. Oh, more milk than coffee, though. Yes. (laughs) Lots of honey. Yes.
2: Oh, you know what? I haven't tried honey in my coffee yet. Oh. Yeah. But I'm gonna have to do that. Yep. Um, this morning, um, to keep me hydrated, <laughs> I'm drinking a um, orange mango natural hydration drink. Um, my sister brought them for me, so thank Bianca, you. Shout, Bianca, Bianca, you
3: don't need any caffeine. You're just uh, yeah. You know, in the morning, I, you just wake up. Right. I'm on <laughs> adrenaline because
2: I, you know, I had a daughter, and so I'm on like. On 10 right now. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so let's get started because Patricia is going to be showing her work in our Weston Gallery at the Arts Council. And um, she has a lovely kind of two-part series, if I can call it a two-part series, that um, you will be able to see when you um, come in. And um, we're going to be talking a little bit about what that work is. And um, But first, let us just hear a little bit more about yourself. Who are you and, and sure. what do you do? Well, um, I'm an
3: artist, uh, mm-hmm. and I've been living here in Kalamazoo since 2010 and been loving it. Awesome. Um, I uh, grew up in Nicaragua and also New Orleans. So hence the mm. café, café Ole, Café con Leche. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and then I've been, um, you know, in the Midwest, Pittsburgh and here uh, for the greater part of my adult years. Mm. And uh, I've been working um, as an artist. I work in a lot of different media and I also teach. I'm so fortunate to uh, to teach at Western Michigan University's Frostic School of Art.
2: That's fantastic. And you know, what's also just fantastic is, you know, we had you in last time as a professor, uh-huh. but now we have you now as a artist. But they go to and you know, they're they're enhanced. They so definitely are. Yeah. It, what a like gift it is to have an instructor who's also in the field and doing their work. So I hope your students come to the I show. <laughs> I hope so. I haven't told them yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe you want to keep that, you yeah, know, right? Just, yeah. The PR part. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Well, um, please let us know. Can you, um, you know, describe this two-part series that we're going to see? Sure. Um, and what what are people going to see when they come in? And what inspired you to capture literally capture this work?
3: Yeah, so uh, what you're going to be seeing is a series of works that are uh, first based on photographs Mm -hmm. that then were digitally manipulated. And those photographs, um, they're two different series, but they're very closely related. The first series is Marea, which was photographed some time ago, Mm -hmm. but just recently... I finished that series by printing and and doing that, and I uh, have the opportunity to be able to show it at the Westin, which is yes. great. And that series is is really interesting because I uh, photograph the work uh, from uh, it was both video and photography from helicopters over Mm. an area that is, um, I guess, significant uh, to me, to my biography, is where my parents are from. Mm -hmm. And it's a a specific beach in El Salvador, which is where they're from. And um, the the shot was just using a lot of different friends and other artists at the sea. Mm. And so what you're going to see is people on the sea from very high up Um, in these kind of digitally manipulated images, they seem sort of like to be on a seamless, endless scene. And and the images of the people are very diminutive, so they seem very small. And to me, it sort of speaks about um, what is the onset of displacement, what's the onset of dispersal, what's the onset of migration. Mm-hmm. Some of it is ecological, some of it is economic, some of it is political. Mm-hmm. And so that's sort of the subtext of the works that you're going to be seeing in the in the gallery. And then mm-hmm. the other series is a more recent uh, photographed series that's called Latitudes. And it sort of, um, it it docu- the photo the photographic series documented protests, mm. both here in the United States and also in Nicaragua. Wow. And those uh, protests were, you know, massive at home as they were here with mm-hmm. the Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. um, and other protests that were going on globally. And uh, what I did is then. When, when you come into the gallery, you're going to be seeing lithographs that were created and digitally mm-hmm. manipulated lithographs that were created from those photos. Wow. And um, the, the images are going to be... You only see a sliver of reality. Hmm. You only see a sliver of the original photograph. Everything else is abstracted. Ah. And so there's this sort of dialogue between, you know... having access to Mm. some of the information, even when you have access to the information, you're not quite sure. So there's this kind of dialogue about um, how we understand political unrest yes, and how we live, and now we have to live with that. Mm -hmm. You know, we we commune with that every day. Mm. And so it's this play between what we can see, what we can touch, and then also this idea of, you know, being... um, sometimes that you feel that uh, no one's hearing, no one's sensing even ourselves. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. so this going back and forth between um, the feeling of you know palpable mm-hmm. violence and also being alien to it. Wow, so that that collapse.
2: Well, yep. you know, I have the two images um, in in my head of that you sent over and it's so amazing to actually when you're able to hear an artist, and, you know, their work and their your process and what's behind it. Um, because so often we, you know, go into something and, you know, we don't know, you know, but we're able to know a little bit more before you come on Friday, April 1st um, <laughs> at 5 p.m. Um, so uh, that's fantastic.
3: But I think conversely for an artist, it's so awesome to hear that cold read yes. of the work because it gives you insight into... I mean, like, we all have, you know, intention, you know, yeah, right? Yeah. We make a work, and it's mm-hmm. like we intend it to be this. Mm-hmm. However, you know, when you hear someone's read that is cold, it gives you other insight into your work that maybe you didn't even friggin' thought about. Yes, you know, it's so yes. surprising. So I'm curious to hear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What did you, what, what, without knowing too much about it, when you first saw the images, what well, was your Well, I,
2: I would say... I would say um the the second series that you said where you can you can't quite tell what it is mm-hmm. i I honestly was like, this is kind of confusing because uh-huh. I can't see <laughs> um, uh-huh. but i I know there was a story behind it, and I honestly didn't have enough time to really sit. And, and really look at it to mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. kind of gain what I was feeling from it. Um, so I think that was honestly the first thing was just like, right. what, what is what is here? what is this? And You're sort of. And then I was worried about, are people going to understand on the, on the mobile <laughs> site? Are they going to be like, hey, this is kind of this kind of foggy here? Um, but so excited so excited patricia and and you're going to be there yeah, on friday so there. please come on down and you actually can talk to the artist on Friday, April 1st, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo in the Epic Center Building, downtown Kalamazoo. Uh, We have other artists, too, that are going to be featured um, throughout um, the building and also, too, in our our businesses downtown. And we are so excited to talk more about your work. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yes.
1: All right, thank you both. We'll continue more with this morning's edition of Creative Cafe on News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO
0: creative expression comes in all shapes, styles, and forms. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo invites you to get involved in your local arts scene. Are you an artist, playwright, actor, musician, or photographer? Do you make your living providing creative connections for others? Or do you engage in artistic expression as a way to fulfill your need to express yourself and share your story? The Arts Council wants to hear from you. For as little as $20 a year, you can become part of the larger community of your artistic peers, exploring resources, collaborations, funding opportunities, and and more. Visit us at kalamazooarts.org. That's kalamazooarts.org. Or at our offices downtown in the Epic Center. We can't wait to meet you. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly supporting more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo exists to infuse arts and culture into the commercial, educational, and creative economies of our region.
1: And we're back. Uh, Good morning, everyone, uh, for the second segment of Creative Café. I'm here uh, in our second segment uh, talking about a very special event on Tuesday, April 5th, uh, 2022. The Kalamazoo Bach Festival will be continuing to celebrate its 75th anniversary with a very special concert. Uh, The Kalamazoo Bach Festival was founded in 1946 with the goal to bring people together to experience the joy of making music, in particular, the music of Johann Sebastian Bach. And his contemporaries Uh, performing at the concert is the Grammy award winning vocal ensemble, Clear. founded in San Francisco in 1978. Clear quickly took its place as one of the most prolific recording and touring ensembles in the world, selling over one million recordings and performing thousands of live concerts worldwide. I'm thrilled to be joined this morning by Dr. Chris Ludva, music director of the Bach Festival. Good morning. Uh, I think you've been a guest on our radio show before, uh, and uh, the first traditional question is, uh, what is your favorite morning beverage? So if you've already answered it, uh, feel free to repeat yourself, or maybe there's a a secondary favorite morning beverage that you'd like to mention. I'm branching out now because my son has got me hooked on
4: something that's even more ridiculously expensive than Starbucks coffee, (laughs) which is boba tea.
1: Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah,
4: so that's my new thing, and it's you know it's a little like uh, most of the sweet drinks that I get at Starbucks in that I'm pretty sure the ratio of of coffee or caffeine or tea to sugar and milk has got to be about 50-50.
1: Yeah, 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 and you know uh, caffeine and sugar it's a, a necessity sometimes, uh, especially nowadays with the sun rising earlier and staying out later. It's I feel like it's less, but those dark winter months Often, it's it's yes. it's needed.
4: <laughs> totally agree, and then you get those with the Boba tea, you get those little chunks of. You know, thump, 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 coming up the straw. Yes. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah.
4: And, uh, a little extra hit of sugar. You know. So it's yeah. I'm sure it's horrible for us. But <laughs> it's good. good.
1: Kalamazoo has a couple good boba places, from my understanding too, um, which is. I think fairly cool of Kalamazoo to have at least a couple of options.
4: <laughs> I applaud them for having several. Yeah, we went the other day. I, I learned of a new one down by Lloyd Norick's. That's, uh, it's in the Pacific Rim like grocery store. You can get it there. Craving's Deli. One it's up.
1: one of my favorites for sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, yeah.
4: And then the other one is Michigan Boba up behind Costco on Drake. Yeah. Um, yeah, both are, both are good and depending on where I'm going at any given time. I will frequent one of those,
1: so. Excellent, yeah, cool. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. No, I'm just joking. Uh, That was the boba segment of our Creative Cafe this morning. Um, (laughs) Awesome, so Chris, uh, you're the music director of the Kalamazoo Bach Festival. Um, I just wanna talk about you a little bit, which I'm sure you'd love to talk about. You have a huge background in choral music and instrumental music, and in all types and styles. in addition to the Bach Festival, you're the Artistic Director of the Bayview Music Festival. Um, you lead a 100-voice choir and a 16-voice choir, as well as the orchestra and uh, musical theater productions. Is that correct? Correct, yes. Can you tell me a little bit hey, about— I'm— Go ahead. I'm indecisive. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah. And I appreciate yeah. that, too, because it, it, I think often those of us on in the music side of uh, artwork, we kind of segment ourselves in either one or the other, and I, I always love a good crossover. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it's a, it keeps life from getting boring ever.
1: Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about the Bayview Music Festival. Um, how, that's up in Traverse City area, correct?
4: Uh, near there. So it's north of Traverse City, Ptaski, actually. Gotcha. And it's, uh, it's the country's oldest continuously operating chamber music festival. And uh, so we claimed that years ago. And um, it's just an amazing little uh, Chautauqua up there. So you have 440 cottages on premises and then students that are studying either chamber music, string quartet, brass quintet, or opera, musical theater. This year we're adding a solstice, meaning so people that are studying soul and R&B music can come up and enjoy, and they basically train with us and then do some performances and get to spend some time in, in a really delightful part of the country.
1: That's awesome, and uh, I, you've done a handful of musical theater shows. Like I said, you also did orchestra and obviously uh, directing the choral ensembles. Um, do you have kind of the... Uh, the book of what's going to be uh, performed this upcoming uh, festival?
4: Yeah, we've got a pretty good idea. We know that the band, America, uh, Horse with No Name, and You Can Do Magic, if you're, you know, if your listeners follow that sure. 70s rock band. <laughs> yeah. We know that they're booked. Uh, we know we're doing Sound of Music, La Boheme. Awesome. We do nine Vesper concerts, we call them on Sunday nights, which basically boil down to kind of a pops, light pops concert with our faculty artists and some student artists. Um, we we're still in the process of, of finding a couple of other artists to join the the uh, summer programming up there. But yeah, it would be basically between mid June and mid August. There is probably something just about every night.
1: That's fantastic. Um, and yeah, you, it's you... an amazing
4: place to spend the summer.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's uh, just visiting Petoskey in general and up there uh, obviously is a great destination. And then yet yeah, to have you doing all of that fantastic work up there. That's awesome. You also come, um, you have a history in Cleveland and Bloomington and in Indianapolis uh, behind the baton. Um, it, it, you've really kind of been all over and you've kept yourself busy uh, directing uh, music in different forms and ensembles. Um,
4: yeah, you know, it's uh, I've been really fortunate uh, to show up in the right place at the right time uh, with skills that various organizations needed. And, and so I had a great experience in Indianapolis, Indiana for about 10 years. And then we moved to Cleveland, were there for about eight years and had a couple of really cool, uh, experiences there, and then this job at at Kalamazoo College and Kalamazoo Bach Festival came up, and that uh, we moved here five years ago and never looked back. We absolutely love the town of Kalamazoo. We love, you know, everything that's that's happening downtown. The food scene is pretty good. Um, you know, of course, you, I'm biased toward you know the Arts Council, but I think you know they do amazing work uh, <laughs> to keep the city vibrant. And and you know, like most of us that live here, say it's it's an incredibly uh, resource-rich town mm-hmm. for the size
1: that it is. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, thanks. I appreciate those kind words, but it's also thanks to the work. Uh, Kalamazoo is lucky to have you. I'm glad you're. Uh, you found you found yourself here after all the other uh, different stops you've made so far. So, um, I want to get into the Bach Fest. Uh, the festival itself, I mentioned, is founded in 1946. You do some fast math: uh, 75 years, um, and you've been busy this season with a whole bunch of different performances. Can you talk a little bit about what we've had so far and then what's upcoming still?
4: Sure. Yeah. So far we've had our holiday concert back in
1: December.
4: Um, then we did love is, uh, which is our kind mm-hmm. of, at one point it was a Valentine's day concert. Now it's more or less just a, a midwinter concert, but around the theme of love. And for that we had in Apollo five, uh, we shared the stage with them and with college singers of Kalamazoo college and the Kalamazoo male chorus. And, uh, that was about a month ago or so. Next weekend, we're doing Ravel, Daphnis, and Chloe with the KSO. Mm-hmm. And then we end our season this year with uh, La Creacion, which is Haydn's masterwork creation, except we are debuting our Michigan debut of a Spanish translation with Latinx soloists and um, just trying to center Latinx and, and Hispanic culture
1: uh, at the forefront. So That's fantastic. Uh, and 75 years is no small feat. I mean, that's incredible. Um, the, yeah, I only
4: had to do five of those. The other seventy <laughs>
1: credit goes to lots of other people. <laughs> sure, yeah, fair enough. But you know, you're you're here keeping it alive now, so that's that's yeah. that's important. Uh, the Bach Festival. Can you talk just for a short moment about the importance of Bach? Uh, he's obviously a composer. Many people have heard of uh, instrumental, choral, and such. But what is the importance of the Bach Festival? I know that stylistically, the festival has moved to outside of just the realm of Bach, as like you just mentioned. I think yes. Um,
4: yeah, the name—the name may be a bit of a misnomer <laughs> at this point in our history. I mean, I think certainly any trained classical musician knows that that Bach was an absolute total genius in terms of what he what he was able to write, and and anybody that's a singer or a musician, you know, it's a great challenge to perform Bach. Um, but over the last five or so years, and probably even before that, I think. You know even though the Bach was incredibly prolific, there's still a limit to the number of pieces that he could write mm-hmm. and there is so much great repertoire out there that we felt like it was important to start delving into that. so we like to think about Bach and his contemporaries within the classical realm when I say classical, I mean mm-hmm. classical writ large, not classical era but mm-hmm. classical romantic twentieth century modern um Choral masterworks, so that's why Haydn Creation fits well. Brahms Requiem, mm-hmm. um, certainly Bach repertoire, but yeah, the the organization is is its foundation is based on the music of Bach, but I would say it, just as society has moved to embrace lots of different styles of music and and hopefully styles of music that may draw in a more wide-ranging and more diverse uh, listenership than you know kind of your standard concert-going folk. Uh, we feel like it's important to program a lot of different repertoire, not just that of Bach or even of Mozart. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, we'd love to pair things like Mozart and Bach with uh, blues artists, or <laughs> uh, or give them different spins, like we've done with Creation. Or the Arts Council was generous to sponsor a program I did as an artist uh, two years ago, I guess, um, where we took the music of Bach and set it to artists or and authors of of color mm-hmm. and their their words to try to center those voices. So. Yeah, I think there's a lot of different ways that we can express great art and Bach is one of them. And he's kind of our starting point. But then from there, we just we we go forth.
1: Awesome. And speaking of, you know, representing lots of different styles of music, this April 5th concert with Chanticleer, uh, they also kind of had their roots in uh, Renaissance era music, but have expanded to do jazz and pop and all kinds of music, including original uh, modern living uh, composers, competition uh, compositions. Tell us a little bit about the concert. When is it? Uh, where is it? Uh, you're doing a little raffle fundraiser. Is that correct?
4: Yes, we usually do this thing called Boktoberfest, which is kind of an um, opportunity for us to raise raise funds for the organization. But given the state of things, that didn't really work out this year. So we've decided to raffle off kind of a, a night in Kalamazoo type thing. So you can get tickets for Chanticleer, um, a prepaid gift card for downtown. You can use it anywhere you want. And um, the tickets, I think, are pretty pretty reasonably priced. So you can go to our website, telmsubachfestival.org, and you can get those tickets there. You can talk to any singer that you want. You can call us. Uh, but it's a good way to to enter yourself in a drawing for the tickets, um, but really just to support a really fine organization. So um, we're super excited to present Chanticleer. It's been a couple of years. In mm-hmm. fact, I think the last time we presented them, it was at Chennery, uh, And this time we'll be doing it at uh, K College mm-hmm. in the uh, Dalton Theater, which we're really excited about about doing that this year, and um, yeah, just the chance to have them back on on Tuesday, April fifth is is a wonderful opportunity for this community because there is there is no organization quite like Chanticleer.
1: I totally agree. It's not a concert to be missed. One more time, what's the website for the tickets?
4: It's uh, KalamazooBachFestival.org. Bach Festival dot org.
1: And that concert's Tuesday, April fifth is at a seven p.m. start time. Seven. 730, 7.30 start time. Awesome.
4: Uh, we do a uh, vaxxed and uh, masked audience uh, following whatever the college protocol is at the time. So people can come and know that they're safe. Mm-hmm. And um, it'll just be a fantastic evening of, of concert. And the, and the tickets are pretty, pretty reasonable if you look at what Chanticleer normally charges around the country. They're at between $15 and $29 here. And so it's a really, really fantastic deal. And if you want to just buy a raffle ticket and, and support the organization and, and try your luck that
1: way, that works too. Awesome. Dr. Ludva, thank you so much for joining me this morning.
0: Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. The arts are a vast subdivision of culture composed of many creative endeavors and disciplines. Art can include forms as diverse as prose writing, poetry, dance, acting, or drama, film, music, sculpture, photography, illustration, architecture, collage, painting, craft, and fashion. The Arts Council strives to support all these art forms and the creators that bring the art to us, but we can't do it alone. If you are a local business looking to deepen your connection to the community, consider an arts sponsorship. It creates visibility, improves your company's reputation, and generates traffic through your business both online and through sales. Sponsorships also help keep ticket prices down to allow for more access to arts events in our community. If you are looking to support your community and drive business to your business, contact the Arts Council at KalamazooArts.org, and we'll help you find a sponsorship that's right for you. It's a win-win. Now you know. W-K-Z-O,
1: once again, thank you very much for joining us for this morning's edition of Creative Cafe, a presentation of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Make sure you join us again next Saturday morning, same time, or right after the 8 o'clock news, Creative Cafe here on News Radio 590, 106.9 FM,
0: W-K-Z-O.